Welcome to the Bachelor Podcast. What the hell are we called? I love. I that love bachelor. that a Bachelor Podcast because <laughs> the unexamined life is not worth living. It's been a week of elections and and alcohol. Forgive me. Yeah. Um. Uh. I almost botched that. Good save, Wade. We couldn't have done it without you. Oh, <laughs> naturally. Like, we do a bachelor podcast. What's it called? What's it called? Yeah. Um. Speaking of I'm which, Jack. I'm I'm Wade. And uh, shout out to a new listener, my uh, friend Paul, who accidentally discovered that I have a bachelor podcast. Holy shit! What up, and, Paul? Uh, yeah. Hope you're enjoying it. He said it almost makes him want to watch the show. <laughs> and I would say, as of this episode, you couldn't have picked a better time. Actually, yes. Yeah, he totally should. He absolutely fucking should start watching. Uh, I find no more joy in my life than talking about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette with my bros. Yes. That's that's <laughs> why this is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just record us talking about it. <laughs> if we're going to talk about this every every week, the day after, we might as well, you know. Um, Make it count. Be uh, more careful in our observations. There you go. Yeah, because we're doctors of brainology and depression. Certified. Certified. Um, okay, so I would like to start this episode. This is Claire uh, night, week four, who gives a shit. Um, I'd like to start with predictions and... Uh, my two predictions, because spoiler alert, as you know, uh, Taisha is here. Um, and so my predictions for Taisha the rest of the way is that Canadian Blaken fucking crashes and fucking burns hard. Yeah. That boy's got some, he's got more than just being hung up on Claire. He's got some like, he's the, he, he is the guy to me that looked, he looks like, and the way that he presents himself and what what's going on in his head, that he's kind of a Claire. He, like, falls in love too early and then puts too much stock in things. It's like he hasn't been around the bush ever. Yes. Um, never and so never been around that bush. Yeah, Very exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say he uh, reminded me of Benoit, the other Canadian who was over-emotional and fell way too hard for Claire. Yeah. It's, like, equally inexplicable. I'm not saying it's a Canadian thing. Just, uh, he's not, th this is not the first dumb Canadian to be hung up on Claire, I guess. That's totally right. Point. I saw, I saw a meme of Benoit today. Um, and that made me happy. Um, it wasn't particularly funny. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Remember that clown? Winter games? Yeah. <laughs> Good times. That's about it. And, um, uh, you could tell he was getting frustrated because a little bit of his Canadianisms were coming out. Mm -hmm. He was saying a boot and root a lot. Okay. Um, and I thought, huh, he's a little frazzled. This boy, you know, he's a, he's a little in there. And you could tell some of the dudes were saying, essentially, that, like, and this is the why it's like a hyperbaric chamber, you know, of of testing people's metal because when you're in the bachelor mansion or for all intents and purposes, the bachelor mansion, but La Quinta and Palm yeah. desert, you should go <laughs> <laughs> as we see in every new set yeah. piece. Um, Hotels are really struggling. Go to a La Quinta. Yeah, please come on the Palm desert, La Quinta. If you're in the area, just go. It's great. Um, but, uh, I, I wouldn't know actually. I've, I, I've never been, um, uh, I have one reason to go to Palm Springs, and it's to visit my mom. And she comes up here way more than I go down there. So I never really feel the need to go down there. Plus, it's the holidays, and uh, she's implored me to have her come over and uh, help me clean my kitchen because I shouldn't just have foodstuffs on the table. And I tell her, well, Mom, when I started buying some of this food stuff, you know, not in, like, exorbitant quantities, I just have a lot of canned goods was you know in fucking march when the stores might have closed so yeah it bled onto the fucking table I, I, <laughs> and, and the problem is, is i just don't eat that much so i literally have food for five years i'm kind of like a one meal a day kind of guy you know and if you do one meal a day i've got so much fucking food wow um but and i'm also going to see her then for the thanksgiving as well so I don't need to go to Palm Desert, but if I did, I would definitely stay at the beautiful La Quinta a Waldorf Astoria Resort in Palm Desert. And my second prediction, <laughs> Good and just so you guys know, we're not sponsored by them, just like we weren't sponsored by that absolutely 
garbage seltzer I was drinking last week. Nice. Um, my next prediction is that uh, Benet wins. I think I mentioned last ep. I think he's her type in the uh, just 100%. in that JPJ kind of way, like that weird, like yes. white Eastern gentleman kind of thing. I, I don't know. That boy is gonna win, and that makes me so happy. I hope that happens. I actually do too. I uh, I was trying to think. Like, I don't think uh, anyone's good enough for Tasha. You know, she's very special to for me. Sure. So I was trying yeah. to think. Like, who of these guys at this point could I even root for? And like, obviously, Bennett's a an early contender just because he's he's good television. Well, that and uh, the next issue is because of the whole Dale Claire thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know any of these guys. I think the boy band manager guy has got a good head on his shoulders, and I respect some of his takes. Yeah, Kenny's entertaining. Uh, I hope he sticks around long yes. enough to become the villain. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> that's a good prediction. Um, and Easy's tight. Easy's fun. Easy's tight. Um, what are your predictions? If we haven't touched on them already, uh, I think Bennett. I don't know why. Uh my wife thinks that Zach C might have a shot. Is he the like uh BJ Novak died guy? No, but I also noticed the dude who looked like BJ Novak today. I think yeah, that's Ben. Okay. Yeah, Ben okay. is that guy. <laughs> Which I don't know him very well, but uh I don't know, Chasen. I still think he's got that uh Tyler C energy. Okay. Just being uh, like yet a, again, I should have just had the people up, forgive me. Yeah, it's it's cool. That's why I'm remembering the names because I always have to have them up. Because I get him confused. Uh, you said Zach C. Zach C. Uh, yeah, he's a little um, I don't know, an addiction specialist, and he's older. Yeah, that's actually a good pick. He's also actually... uh, getting a lot of screen time, so I I figured they wouldn't be wasting that on someone who wasn't going to matter down the line. You're right. You're definitely right. Um, and uh, who'd you say, Chasen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chasen maybe too. Yeah. Um, what I find interesting, um, another prediction while we're at it, and I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you get back to your predictions. I'm sorry. Um, sure. Is that uh, in the preview for coming up or the next week or whatever, they, they have that second surprise for the boys or for her. Yeah. And I think that's them bringing some of the dudes back. Same. I don't know. I could have sworn that they were allowing some of the dudes to come back. I thought I heard that rumor too. I, I don't think like Yosef, you know, because he got like kicked off and he had a bad attitude. But Correct. any any of the dudes who gracefully just took, you know, didn't get their rows and walked off. I think because yes. she's only got the sixteen now, and it's yeah. clear that like Jason and Canadian Blake in and a handful of others, you're like, I don't know. I like started to have feelings for Claire. So like, fuck off. You're not good enough for Tasha. Let's give her, you know, let's give her back yeah. some of the ones that Claire wasted. Yeah, it's like what if, what if what if a dude who went home week two is like perfect for Tasha? It wouldn't be fair to like give yeah. her Claire's picks. So yeah, I is, are you saying that's what your prediction is? That yeah, that's my that's my next prediction. And then um, uh, did you notice as well? And I know we're jumping straight to the fucking end here, but sure. uh, did you notice as well that when I think it was Canadian Blaken said uh, how. Well, how does this affect our time? Um, will we have the same amount of time with with uh, Tasha as we would have projected to have had with Claire? Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris conveniently goes, "Well, uh, what I do know is is that it starts tonight." He avoids the time question, mm-hmm. so I think this is going to still finish in ten to fifteen episodes. Same. It's not going to run a longer season at all. Yeah, which is unfortunate, but <clears throat> is what it is. It's yeah. 2020. We knew it was going to be a weird season anyway. So at least at least we mercifully got done with Claire. I know they're still going to make us watch her post-game where her and Dale confess to having known each they're other before the show started. Shit, dude, I can't yeah. believe they lied about that. Yeah. And again, I know we're jumping around, but... I cannot believe they swore up and down that they never fucking talked. No way, dude. No fucking way. No fucking way. I don't believe it. Um, And maybe it's because she just can't physically show emotion with her face. And that Mm. may be um, a result of her uh, 
That's extracurricular right. You, facial structuring. Yeah, you speculated some enhancements might yeah. have been done. I personally just, uh, I'm just going to come out and say it. I think lip injections are bad. I don't like the way they look. And that stuck Botox uh, forehead and the larger cheeks, just yeah. like the classic Hollywood, I got enhancements done. Mm-hmm isn't good i i think you can do stuff tastefully i think you can but sure i i i I, it's like when you get a mcflurry you know if you choose more than like two things in there Mm -hmm. there's just too much shit in your mcflurry that's insightful that that actually (laughs) (laughs) that connects to me the most of like you know just pick the one or two things you really want like like a boob job and like your turkey neck like Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, whatever, whatever works for you. Be job. subtle. Yeah, no, totally. Just be a little subtle with it. And, I, and I, I'm all for if it empowers you as a woman, go ahead and do it. And this is my small time take on uh, plastic surgery, but it is what it is. And I watch a lot of fucking reality TV. Yeah. And it's a bad look. It's not just the women either. The, the corpse of Neil Lane is uh dude, you know so you there's there's a dude like yeah he looks so like, manufactured in that little facetime he looks like a mortician is doing his makeup <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually yeah and and so um on that exact note uh i love the the idea that um chris facetimes neil lane on like a Thursday yeah. at 11 a.m. Okay, you know, I know, the, I know this is earlier than you were expecting, bro, but uh, <laughs> I need a ring tonight. <laughs> Neil's like, oh shit, I gotta get off the course, and he powders up really quick, mm. and he looks a little dazed, and Chris says, yeah, I, uh, I know it's early, and I need a ring, and there's a moment in the FaceTime when you're looking at Neil Lane, and Neil Lane is like, uh, and he looks up to the left, like, thinking, like, oh, fuck, I gotta get someone to somehow drive a goddamn ring down to Palm Desert, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so, because, like, I think that's a total logistical thing, and I'm sure he's got in the ability, I'm sure he lives in L.A. and can get it to him, but there mm. was a second of, like, oh, fuck, I wasn't ready for that, um... I just had I just had a thought. I think a real interesting way to go through uh, discussing this episode would be to just consider it from Chris Harrison's point of view and treating him as the main <laughs> character of this episode. Because I got certainly a, was I got a kick out of him this episode and like you know the the Claire stuff it's all paint by numbers like but Chris was yeah. like working overtime I think and it was fun to watch. Oh totally, dude, totally. At 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 a, at a certain point, you're looking. I'm. I was looking at his shirt, and it was the same shirt most same of the day. Same shirt for like so two he's days. Just going. <laughs> like he only has the one clean to one. Place the place. Yeah, no, he wasn't ready, dude. He was not no. ready. He had a suit for the night, and he hadn't washed his regular clothes. Or that's like his, his car outfit. Running. Like he's got the one yeah. <laughs> safety outfit in the car. Yeah, that's his COVID outfit. Or overnight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been wearing the same fucking clothes. This is the first colored shirt you've seen me wear, I think, in weeks, Wade. I've been wearing the same goddamn white t-shirt. Ooh, on that note, though. That's white? Count- Doesn't look uh, no, white. No, no, no. No, no, no. This is no longer white. Okay. That's what I'm saying. This is the first colored shirt you've seen. Um, but on that note, if you're in California, I was looking at the sky as I was walking my dogs today, and there was a cool breeze coming in. And the clouds were dark and massive. And I thought, oh, is it hot coffee weather finally? <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It totally fucking is. Mm-hmm. And I'm so stoked. It's fucking awesome. Oh, you've it's been doing ice like in the hot weather? Huh? You, you do iced in the hot weather? Yes, for the okay. most part. Smart. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I, I'm just I'm just fucking beyond thrilled. It's gonna rain tomorrow. Might rain the next day, mm. but like lows of like 39, highs of 55. That's which great. for those of you that get that have seasons, um, <laughs> cool, good for you. We don't have those here, and so this is huge for me. I just I'm just sick of the 90s. We had one last summer going. Fuck you! It's global warming. We're gonna give you some heat right before it gets cold. Yeah. And all the fires too. Like it's it's nice to have the cool weather kind of sneaking in. Finally, yeah. there's actually another fire in San Dimas. Jesus, that started today, 
And but thankfully it's going to rain, so I think I think we're going to stamp out all the ones that might have little flare-ups here and there and this one hopefully. And then be done with the fire season as we're now <laughs> calling it. Yeah. Like, I doubt it though. You know, fire season in California goes to December now. And it gets windy too. Yeah. But and <laughs> So Fun. sorry for that little <laughs> Los Angeles centric weather. A lot of the episode is also <laughs> right. Zach and I getting much needed social time, which oh, yeah. I'm sure we, we all know is more important now than life. ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so. In our in our defense, though, um, there's there's nothing that happens in this episode. And and, and for for the listeners' sake, here's what happens. Claire breaks the show, chooses Dale, they go on a date, then they decide to do a proposal, and then mm. Tasha shows up. And then there's a lot of interaction um, internally between Claire um, by herself, and then there's interaction between all of the boys, and that's the show, and we will continue to run roughshod over the rest <laughs> of it and just talk. Yeah. <laughs> this is, all, this is all preseason. As we've been saying, like none of this counted. I, I knew that it was going to be Tasha showing up eventually, so uh, I'm I'm not. I was not invested in this, rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. So, like uh, a main theme that I noticed this whole episode is, uh, you know, Claire just being Claire. Like obviously, you know how I feel about her, but that uh, notion of like, you know, I want to respect the process, but I'm not respecting the process. And I tried to give everyone a chance and be present and listen, but I was actually talking about Dale the whole time and I didn't give any of you a real chance. And like, okay, you can just say how you want people to think it was. Yeah. But we all see how it is. Like, I watched. Yeah. I watched what happened. You asked all those dudes what they were saying about Dale and why they roasted Dale. Like, you didn't. <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I, yes, I, um... And I loved how Papa Chris was like, Claire, don't bullshit me. <clears throat> Dude, so yeah, I wrote that down. I was like, oh shit, no bullshit, says Chris. Um, and right before then, so, so, uh, anecdotally in my research, um, there was an interview with a producer with The Bachelor, Rhett bachelor whatever i sent it to you um and if you remember um they say in the interview that the moment they realized claire wasn't gonna work out was when she didn't give that date group date rose and gave it to herself Dude. which a is fucking crazy and b um knowing that and seeing what transpires the very next day chris goes knocks on the door and comes in and says uh we need to have a serious talk, uh, just you and me, mm -hmm. dot, 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 with this camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, me, and, like, everyone that's going to watch this shit later. Um, and he goes, and, and, and so I'd like to make a, a, a small point here. Um, he goes, may I move, may I rearrange the furniture? And she's like, yeah. And so he moves the thing over, and I think that's him just being a goddamn pro so they can get a shot. Um, and God bless Chris, because his acting, that guy needs to get a role. And yeah. I'm impressed. I am so fucking impressed. However, uh, later in the episode, when he does, when he goes back to Claire before the proposal, um, he walks in and he just fucking moves the chair to the same spot <laughs> without asking, because it seemed dire. Um, but yeah, he hits her with the "Don't bullshit me." Have you guys talked beforehand? Yeah. Um, and she confesses and so, to only stalking all the guys on social media and liking him best. I don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe, believe it either. No fucking way. But regardless, like, social media is bullshit. That's like falling in love with a dating profile, you know? Like, it's just that's all like, lies. It's all, you don't like know the person. That's like signing up for OnlyFans, and when they go, hey, daddy, I wish it was you... Um, and you go, oh my God, is she into me? I had, yeah, I had that experience on a website dating Ukrainian women where they make you feel real good about yourself and you know, yeah. you gotta pay, but we all pay. It's okay. Yeah. I've heard the same thing about David in um, a Thai dating service. Yeah. <laughs> Common experience. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, Wade. Zach. What do we do from here? Uh, you know what happens next, right? 
I don't know what, what, what happened. The, the next step in the process? It's a proposal. It's a proposal? Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. It's so funny. Chris is the best. Her fucking, fucking reaction, too, like where she just like laughs maniacally and is like, of course that's what I want. That's the stupidest question you could have ever asked. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and Chris, um, you know, uh, you know, what do we do from here? And he's like, don't bullshit me. And he don't fuck with me. And uh, <laughs> pulls out a switchblade. <laughs> Yeah, I'll fucking kill you. Um, And he's, you know, Chris is just acting his ass off. And he pretends that he's, like, really happy that they found love. Uh And it's, there's a moment of, like, genuine, no, disingenuous. That's disgenuine, as uh, you would hear from Pilot the Peter, Peter the Pilot season. Um, And, uh... Uh, I forget what Chris asks, but Claire uh, very tra- uh, not transparently tries to hide that she wasn't happy about it ending and then pretends to be sad about how, like, she screwed all of the dudes. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a weird, like, facial switch in her where it's like, um, happy, oh, no, I got to pretend to be sad for America. And yeah, yeah. that... That kind of thing also makes me think, bull fucking shit, you didn't talk. No fucking way. Because as we've elucidated in this show prior, there were things that have come up in their Dale and Claire's conversation that do not uh, square with how little time they've spent together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the comfort level and... It's weird. I was thinking on their uh, that one-on-one date they have before they fuck, and then she decides like he's going to propose to me. So sorry no, to jump sorry. in here. Uh, I got to interject. This episode was rated TVPG, and there was like he was feeling her up, bro. And I wouldn't want my kids watching a grown man feeling someone up. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's where the parental guidance comes in, but. That might have been a TV-14 scenario. I know nothing was like... There were no bikinis, but it just felt weird to me. Like, I, I my kids, if I had kids, wouldn't have been interested in it anyway, mm-hmm. but I don't think I'd have had them watch it. Sure. Am I being puritanical? I... I guess it depends on their age. I'm no. just thinking, like, if I had a four-year-old, I wouldn't have been like, yeah, parental guidance you're not watching, kid. This isn't for you. Plus, Daddy's drunk, and I gotta watch my show. Yeah, but this is like a this is a channel that blurs out bikini zones. Like maybe I'm just a little more European in my views of uh, you know healthy sexuality. But but no, I didn't think it was. Is it is the is the catch that like if you're old if you're old enough then it's not like erotic and it's okay. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, yo, I've seen some French movies, and there are some new ones, by the way, that full-on blowjobs to completion in in their movies. Really? Yes. So when you say European, that's what I think of. Is like it's a French movie that has that that level, and uh, for me, it's like. Okay, well, am I drawing the line at that, or am I going to draw the line at Bruno? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, Zach, you might, you might be just a little puritanical. I don't know. I mean, because truth be told, I'm thinking about having a little kid, like a four or five year old, mm-hmm. and they probably wouldn't have picked up on it. Because I, I don't know. I look at my dogs and I think. Do they know what, children the smut me. that I watch? Do they? They're absolutely <laughs> they children it? to me, and so for them to witness things, I don't know. It was just a thought that I had. That, that's it. Yeah. I thought it. I, I assume it's TV fourteen, but this one is TV PG, and maybe it's because the assumption isn't there for kids, right? Mm. Maybe that's what it is. They Whereas don't have the, the context. Yeah, you know, because Dad does just wake up shirtless. Sure. You know, but but they 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 also had that video that uh, shot of the bird literally uh, I mean the bee in the flower. Mhm. 
And it's like, leave it to the bachelor to have their important animal shot. Like, what, what, what poor fucking intern camera guy did they have? Like, hey, watch the flowers because we need the shot. We need the shot. You got to get the shot. You know what, dude? Like, it never even occurred to me until you pointed it out. And I don't know if I should commend you for noticing that kind of symbolism or that poor intern editor that's like, oh, you know what? If they're like being intimate tonight, like we should get a picture of a bee and flower, you know, pollination, rebirth. Like it's a metaphor. And this yeah. show doesn't deserve that level of thought. <laughs> so um, I don't like it when we fight um, on the podcast. And I, I have to say something. All right. And it's this. Uh the bachelor is especially in paradise um and i think this show is kind of a paradise situation they are always using animals as the cutscene. it happens all the time yeah it was crabs on paradise last time but they're always doing things that like Hmm. pertain to the situation and so i'm always looking okay for these animal scenes because I think they're fucking hilarious. Like, it, it's become an arc, a theme in this show that you have to get that stupid fucking shot. <laughs> um, so don't give me any credit. They they do it. They deserve the credit. Well, thanks for pointing it out. Because now that's something that I can look for and to try totally. try to enjoy this on another dimension. <laughs> I'm just there's a little bit of art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little. <laughs> just a, a taste. These people had to go to school for like six years, you know, before they could get the job in the editing room. So they want to they want it to mean something. Yeah. Music sucked today. I mean, in that episode. Yeah. I didn't notice anything that stood out. Yeah. I want to go back to your your mention of Chris's fantastic acting, because I think uh, between like Chris, Claire, uh, Claire and Dale, there's so much of like, here's what they're showing you. But you can kind of see what might be going on underneath it. You Example, can see the producer thread. Yeah, like Chris pretending to be happy, but secretly being like, oh, Claire, you're so full of shit. Like, you know, we're yes. going to end this. It's going to happen. And I'm kind of like annoyed with you because we discussed this and you said you would, you know, respect the process and you don't. You clearly fucking didn't. Yeah. And then with Claire on the whole, you know, like, I'm so sure of this and like I'm confident in my feelings and I believe things and I, I have, you know, I go for them and even the whole time, like, especially at the proposal with Dale, there were just so many moments like where you could kind of see it, like the like wild look in her eyes were like, she, she has it in the back of her mind that this might just not at all be what she thinks it is. Totally. Like not, not actually secure or confident that this is happening. There was even like a fucking line after they get married where, uh, you know, Dale says like, this is real. And her first response is, is it though? No, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think the best line of the whole fucking episode is, uh, um, don't, don't make me cry. And Chris goes, I'm not going to. Um, be, and you can see that they intentionally probably had her stand there for an hour, 45 minutes at least, and then had Chris walk in. Yeah, yeah, I got that you know, sense. <laughs> totally that totally happened i did like he, there was there was foreshadowing where i thought like this isn't i didn't see the shot of him showing up so i'm like he's not gonna show up and like all this claire being excited and happy is so that she can get spectacularly let down it's so funny you bring that up because i was paying extra attention to the foreshadowing foreshadowing throughout the episode and slowly bit by bit they start peeling it away and it's interesting that you had a different take because I was like, oh, this is definitely happening because her crying to the people with the blurred out faces. Yeah, well, that was yeah. after she talked to the people. And you're like, oh, OK, so that's done. And then, you know, she has the freak out in her room like nobody will ever love me. This happens all the time. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and it's and then everyone's going to calm her down. And then Chris walks in there and doesn't and rearranges the furniture without asking. And that's OK. I'm not going to I'm not really going to harp on that any further. But and so the final twist was Chris walking in afterwards before Dale gets there. And then mm. when he congratulated her with like literally biting his tongue, you know, just just smiling like. We were all so proud of you, Claire. Mm-hmm. You really did it. 
You know, you found love and that's the most important part. And like and once that happened, I thought, all right, we're done. But you can also see the producer thread of with the uh, you got to make a proposal now, Dale. You got to do it. That's the very next step. That's the bachelor, you yeah, know, and if that's how this goes, paid, that's what you, you all yeah. do it, bitch. You signed and the so, papers. That's what you agreed to. And did you did you notice the scene where he's still in the room with he looks at the ring and then like they cut to something else. They cut back to Dale and he puts his hands on his head like mm-hmm. leaning down. And I would bet everything I own uh, that quite literally they were like, hey, we need to get a shot of you with uh, your head in your hands. Can you just do that for us? Because when he was doing it, I was like one, two three and he lifted his head you know mm-hmm. and so it, it just felt it, it felt produced like they were trying to create shots where we thought holy shit it never works out for Claire maybe it won't again and because of this intentionality I was I can I was I was convinced that it was actually going to happen mm-hmm. uh, but Chris Chris acted his ass off and yet that boy looked fed the fuck up. He looked a little rough, like he was being overworked. Like that scene where he goes to talk to Dale, like, all right, you got to propose now. Like his eyes looked watery. I'm like, did his edibles kick in or was he like not <laughs> sleeping? He's wearing the same shirt for three days. Like what's what's Chris up to off camera? I'm, I'm certain that he was buzzed because he was out golfing and didn't expect any of this to happen. Fair. A lot of a lot of scenes where I don't think he was intention was uh, uh, listed or planned to have been there. Mm-hmm. I think that he one hundred percent was drinking champagne on the golf course because in in his cooler when he goes golfing he's got champagne and caviar. You know he definitely appears like that guy. You know he can't just go golf. He's got it. He's got to have his fine, you know, his good stuff. You know, (laughs) it's important to Chris, okay? You know, you don't just do this job and not have quality of life. Sure. Especially if you've been been doing it this long. Like, you might as well put wacky shit in your rider that, like, you know what you got to do for me next year? Caviar and champagne on the golf course. Yeah, fuck you. I need it. What, are you going to say no to me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you gonna fucking say no to me? And, and to that end, by that logic, did you notice? And this is one of the reasons that has really uh, uh, pushed me to this notion is that when they were doing the roast of Dale, for mm-hmm. all intents and purposes, he had a nice bottle of champagne by himself in the back of the room. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, uh-huh, okay. If Chris is going to be involved, he's at least going to drink the good shit. Right. And probably himself. just drink half a glass and then make them throw the rest away. <laughs> sure, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm again, I'm Chris fucking Harrison. Um, and so, whatever. Chris, Chris was brilliant today. And on the topic of Chris, after the dinner date, and they uh, admit their love to each other. Oh, uh, quick quick note um, before we get there. Uh, I want you to know that we literally can't go beyond like an hour five. Otherwise, I have to convert shit and it reduces the quality. Okay. <laughs> I meant to tell you earlier, and that's a little inside baseball for the listeners, but... Sure. No, I think we got time. Is, just so you have an idea of how long <laughs> this has been going. <laughs> gotcha. We've been um, keeping it under that for these Claire episodes. No, we totally have, but last episode, we 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 had a riot. Um, it was great. <laughs> but it was just a smidge too long. Um, so... They admit uh, their love for each other on the yeah, date. Yeah, they admit their love for each other on the date, and... Uh, actually, before we get to my point, they admit their love to each other on their fucking date, right? And then they start kissing, and I felt like I was watching the most annoying asthma mukbang scene. The the, the, mouth the gratuitous noise. mouth noise of people fucking kissing and then seeing the tongues going in and out. Like, I, I can watch people kiss. I love a good scene in a movie. I watch French movies. You know, they go full-on blowjobs to completion. <laughs> but 
but they don't bo- they don't boost the audio so loud no, that it takes you out of the romance <laughs> and that's the problem yeah the dude hearing the noises i also have um whatever phobia it is when it comes to mouth noises people chewing with their mouth open ah, makes yes. me want to kill myself it, it literally makes me want to hurt things mm-hmm. it's so annoying and so hearing them sloppily suck each other's tongues was disgusting i'm all for love and i'm all for kissing you know I, i've done my fair share however i don't want to fucking hear it like i'm literally in the mouth and then they gotta show me it that that bugged the fucking shit out of me and that's my rant that's that's my main rant i hate that shit you know zach once again i didn't notice that because they were being serenaded by chris and brie the winners <laughs> oh, me to it. the winners of listen to your heart <laughs> <laughs> um, and I didn't catch it at first and I looked and I'm like who's that like thin girl and I'm like oh it's the fucking listen to your heart couple and I'm like dude, I was rewarded for watching that shit dude you were rewarded for uh, rewarded for that the minute I heard the singing and I, I looked I was looking at it and I thought oh my god they didn't that is so good good for them I'm pleased I, I'm beyond yeah. pleased that they did that that is so fucking funny because they probably and, had to go into lockdown to record their album anyway, like during the time that this was being filmed. So they're like, hey, like they're on an, another Bachelor Nation show and like they've been in a bubble yeah. like we can bring them over here. So I have, a, I have, a, I have a, on that note, I actually have a question for you. Uh, did you notice how far apart they were from Chris and Bree? Sure. There was like a literal like fountain between them, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck was there. It was it was a large distance. So do you think that they quarantined Chris and Brie? Oh, I was just saying it's possible they were already in quarantine because they would have to be touring their album, you know, playing oh, sure. at, playing at malls and shit. So like they're they're probably like <laughs> bubbled up enough to do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that was my main question for you about them was, I wonder if they quarantined them. And I think they might've had to have at least been testing them a couple times because if you don't quarantine them, even if you're far enough away, someone's going to interact with them mm-hmm. at some point. And so that, you know, cr- uh, that, uh, uh, complicates the integrity of the bubble. Um, and that is a term that I heard a lot when the NBA was in their bubble. The integrity of the bubble. Hey, it worked. They kept, it did fucking work. They and had the integrity. Lakers won the goddamn championship. Yeah. 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 All right. A lot of time with the guys talking to each other and having zero focus on the Bachelorette. And I found that they were hum- done. It was humanizing, though. 100% yes. It's so nice to see guys getting along rather than fighting over some ditzy stranger. And, like, Claire wouldn't be worth it. Like, when I see, like, you know, Canadian Blake in and, like, and Jason, poor Jason, the dude who went on the burn the dress date, the the former football player who had that one-on-one oh, yeah, on, one on the beach the, or whatever. You know, impending CTE. Yes. And, uh, yeah, no just offense. when he's just like, you know, I I, like... I opened up to her, man. I had feelings and like, it's gonna, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I am, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to freak out. And I, I was like, thank God there's no gun here in the bubble. Good God. This is a prime candidate for this shit. Yeah. Um, I seriously I really thought for him. Uh, yeah. No, no, me too. And it's like, I feel for him and he's clearly like the guys love him. But like, I thought when Claire broke the news that he was going to put his like head through the wall or something <laughs> like I, I don't want him to snap because it would be sad, but I feel like he could at any moment. He guards his emotions like very, very intensely. Um, yeah. Did you did you happen to see the photo of um it's for sure uh Chris, the uh the uh David pick. Okay. For the um yeah. And uh I think it was Chris and Kenny were sitting next to each other in like blue suits when they were uh before the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, before the rose ceremony. And Kenny's got his... I think it was Kenny. Oh, no, I meant Joe. It was Joe and uh, I, Kenny. There you go. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, maybe it was Kenny. It was Joe and fucking somebody. It doesn't matter. And so the other guy has got his hand on Joe's knee, and and Joe's got his hands on the other guy as they're getting the news about uh-huh. everything that's going on. Oh God. And I want to know about that bromance. Those guys are friends, and they're probably mm-hmm. going to be friends forever going forward. And I cannot wait to be a uh, uh, a wallflower on their relationship from very, very far. You know, sometimes you do get nice, uh, you know, bromance and like whatever the lady equivalent of bromance is of like, you know, friend contestants and uh, Femance? Fromance? Fro- Fromance? That's her homework Femance? is to come up, to find out Fromance. what that word is. Sister, sisterhood. You got a wife? Sisterhood of the traveling pants of the Yaya um are Point. you a, are you a carry? I'm just gonna blow past this. Is this working? Just the, <laughs> the the fact that they've they've all had a bond, you know, like having to endure Claire as we all have. Yes. That like it's I don't know. Yeah. It's fun. I it's better than seeing them, them fight each other. I can't stand that shit. It's so annoying. The whole Luke P incident was terrible, but yeah. it, it was so cute to 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 see them commiserate together. Mm-hmm. It felt real, you know, because it, it was fucking blatant. And I don't think they showed us until this episode, and maybe a little bit of the last episode, how blatant they felt um, about the disregard they got from Claire. Claire felt fake the whole goddamn time to everyone that wasn't Dale. Yeah. Um, Like, transparently uninterested. And I'm thrilled that, uh, I think it was Kenny... Yes. Who was just calling it fucking straight, dude. And I was like, yeah, good for you, dude, because, yeah, you got boned. And not by Claire. That that was Dale. Um, allegedly, and I guess if I was under the ages of ten, I w- I wouldn't have known what what all of the symbolism was. And sure. I'm just a puritanical scumbag. It may seem. Right. I- I've never taken me as one. Can Ed leave? I don't like Ed. I don't like the way fucking Ed likes Ed looks. <laughs> I also I keep thinking that he's already been sent home, and then I see him, and I'm like, who is? And then I look it up, and I'm like, Ed. Ed, have we heard Ed speak? We have heard Ed speak, and in his little photo here, his eyes don't look too closely set together. But when I see him in regular clothes, yeah. his eyes are too closely set together. Yeah. There's something wrong. Hey, as long as we're body shaming people, Dale's ears are freakishly small, and you can't unsee it. Oh my god. Okay, while we're here, Canadian <laughs> Blakens ears are kind of big. I can see that. Yeah, All those right. are meaty. And Ben looks like BJ Novak, kind of. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. Uh, and uh, our hero, Bennett, here, for sure. I uh, just wanted everyone to know that. So the beard on Canadian Blaken is terrible. I, I think I, good. Oh, you like it? I like, yeah, I don't know. You, I, you, have no, a pretty, that. you have a pretty regal beard. I'm not saying that, like, I'm not complimenting him as a human in any other capacity, but... When I see his beard, I'm like, it's full. The shape is decent. Like, I wish I could grow that. I so I wish we, I could you, take it off of his face. <laughs> Whoa. And wear it. Put the lotion on the skin. Um, you have a pretty good beard when you grow it out. Um, we have a good friend, for those of you that don't know us. Um, mutual friend. And he's from Boston. And I had asked him once. I said, do you shave your cheeks on purpose? Because it kind of goes from, like, mustache down mm-hmm. into his chin, and then there's a little bit of line, and it goes up into his sideburns. Okay. And he said, no, I literally don't, because it just doesn't grow there. And that seems reasonable to me, and the reason why it works is because he at least has that mustache portion. Canadian Blaken, however... He's missing the mustache. So okay. the way his beard is, it's in just an extension of his chin. And mm-hmm. so all I can think of is he has this absolutely gargantuan chin. And it mm-hmm. drives me fucking nuts. And whenever he talks, he like super accentuates his lower mouth. Yeah, yeah. And the chin comes down. And I hate it. And I hate him. And I hope he crashes and burns. <laughs> and I can't wait to see him absolutely immolate. Um, on Paradise in the beautiful, mind you, La Quinta Waldo Fistoria in Palm Desert. Wow. Which, that's got to happen. <laughs> you think they're doing Paradise there? 
Fuck yeah, they're probably going to do Paradise there. If they're already going to go right into The Bachelor there, why not just book out the next two months? It's, it's, probably, ch- it's probably cheaper than The Bachelor Mansion. Think of the, sure think of the deals they're getting. It's probably cheaper than Mexico. Um, what if Blake has like a prison tattoo? Fuck Blake. If he has a prison tattoo, like on it's his, probably on an his SS one. I hate it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Fun. And while we're on the topic of tattoos, uh, Dale had a bunch of lines on his chest. Mm-hmm. That is an absolute waste of space in a tattoo. I, I, I'm happy if it means something for you, but it, for when it comes to tattoo artistry, mm-hmm. going with a bunch of lines of words, it wastes space. You know, choose yeah. an image, choose a symbol. And that's me going on my tattoo high horse. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Hey, um, I had a crazy thought that I want to get out there before the episode is over. Perfect. Can, can you uh, re-explain to me and the listener what the the DVD thing is? Because you've brought it up a couple times. I Oh, sure. It was, it was not on my radar. They didn't bring it up in this episode, did they? Right? No. Okay, you're just bringing that up. Okay, so uh, Claire was on Juan Pablo's season, and she says that was six years ago. I don't think so. I think it was a little bit longer, um, but whatever. I, I didn't live it because I, I, I spent this quarantine watching from Juan Pablo up to Nick Vial because I had seen everything else beyond it, and I had seen Nick Vial's season two. I just wanted to get a quick refresher. I think Nick Vial is great, and I wanted to get a re-education uh, on if I just didn't like Nick at that time. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So Claire was on Juan Pablo season and she, she makes it to number two and she has that scene that we saw at the beginning of this season, um, at the very end. But in the very beginning, um, they do a extra special, they give her a longer edit when you're, they're introducing the girls before they come out of the limo Mm -hmm. and her extra special edit was she's like on some pier or whatever talking about stuff she's like hi i'm claire i'm great um and uh, you know the thing about love for me is it's so important because my dad died and before my dad died he made this uh he, he put together a message on this dvd right here and in the long edit she's got the goddamn dvd in her hand like it's just at the ready bro so she's got the dvd on her hand I mean, in her hand, and she goes, my dad recorded this DVD um, on his deathbed before he died, and it's for, it's a message for my future husband, um, and I haven't seen it. And so, I think that's bullshit, but she had to have watched it. Anyway, moving forward, so... She didn't watch it during Juan Pablo's season because she became number two. Mm-hmm. She was then on Bachelor in Paradise season one, and the DVD got brought up. She didn't find love. She didn't watch it. She was on Bachelor in Paradise season two. She crashed and burned and didn't find, like, fast, and then didn't find love and presumably didn't watch the DVD. So at the beginning of this season, we see a recap of the Juan Pablo goodbye, maybe a little bit of Paradise, and they're sitting down, and Chris goes, do you still have the DVD? And she goes, yeah, of course I've still got the DVD. And he goes, have you watched it? And she says... No, of course I haven't watched it. And that's fucking bullshit. She's totally watched it. And I I will be proven uh, right about this because she's going to lie about not talking to Dale beforehand. She's already lied, and we're going to find out the goddamn truth. Uh-huh. And if she's lied about that, I'm going to slippery slope fallacy this shit all the way into the DVD. And so, anyway, my hope is is that uh, when there's a public uh, marriage between them and they inevitably come back on to The Bachelor to coach whoever the fuck, um, <laughs> I, or, or I get a recap on their life when they have uh, two beautiful kids before the divorce that happens in, like, six years... I want to see on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or a pair. I don't give a shit when I see where what what iteration it is. I want to see a fucking scene from it. I want to see her dad just for a fucking millisecond say something sweet about Claire and how the man that she loves ha- that she marries has to be some kind of soft spoken, nice, emotional dude who will care for her like the way her his 
my beautiful wife and her beautiful mother cares for her. It's some kind of bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. I just want, I don't, I don't need the nitty gritty. I just, I just want to see something that looks like it's from the goddamn 90s, you know, early 2000s. Give me the goddamn edit. Right. I want it. it okay. It's owed to me. I've seen it all. It's owed to me. Chris. Okay. So, I've heard you bring it up a couple times. You clearly feel entitled to see it. You want to see it. Let's watch the fucking DVD. So, against your slippery slope fallacy that she's lying about having not watched it, something very grim and... And uh, occurred to my wife and I today that like, wouldn't that DVD possibly explain Claire's entire pathos? There is a piece <laughs> of your there's a piece of your dead dad that you cannot access until you find true love and get married. So every guy she meets, she's looking for her dad. She sees her dad in them. She falls uh-huh. way too fast and hard because she wants to get fucking married so she can see to that piece dad. of her dead dad. Yeah, so you can watch the DVD. Oh wow! And that's why she always like shoots herself in. You know, she like sabotages yeah. it because she's like too eager. That's a great take, dude. It's gross speculation. Very, no, 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 very no, no. irresponsible well, for someone no, with my that. degree. But sure. But no, the fact that it does lead into her pathos that could be something there. Yeah. Fuck! If my dad left a DVD, I would want to watch it. But he what just if- left a fucking awful fucking note? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you wouldn't like respect the wishes of like wait until blank your eighteenth no, birthday that. or whatever. Let's I gotta know it. you little scumbag. Yeah, she's probably You're already the one who selfishly died. She's probably already seen it, and she's just like really bad at relationships. Well, that's what I'm, that's what, that's that's my take on it. That's reasonable. As we've, <laughs> as we've discussed before, at a certain point, I think it's you. Um. <laughs> so. Uh. Oh, uh, what else do I have? Oh, I think Chris is left-handed. That was a big takeaway for me. Yeah? Yeah, what I gave finally it away? noticed in this episode when he was talking to Neil Lane on FaceTime, he was holding the phone with his left hand, and he had a watch in his right hand. Two things I've never seen happen at the same time. And generally, your watch goes on the opposite hand. Right, the non-dominant and... Yeah. I don't know, I could do phone and either, but the watch... For sure. I but the watch goes on the hand the you don't use. Yeah, the watch with the phone is what sold it to me. All right, this is good stuff. We're really getting to the bottom oh, of this. So, by a whole, also, <laughs> Claire's parents are Lily and James Potter. Wait, what? <laughs> They're Lily and James are the names of her parents. Oh, yeah? Also the names of Harry Potter's parents. That's tight. Um, and uh, what, what else do I have here before we get to the end? Uh, oh, very important for me to address... I honestly, I just can't stand hearing Claire tell me um, about love. Yeah. It seems so disingenuous to me. And I'm like, I don't even think you know what that means. I think you are in love with the idea of being in love. Yeah, you fell in love with a dude's social media page. And he's like a really tall fit, you know, on paper attractive guy that you're sexually yeah. attracted to and you, yeah. you got to bang him within three days and then he proposed that, to you the next day good luck let's I see how that works out, works out Claire yeah. <laughs> he, he uh, it, okay so 100% agree I will say also that I, I actually think that Dale is uh, a very sweet nice guy who I think totally means well um, and in seeing the way that he's thinking about things before he says them and he says things in a controlled manner mm-hmm. um, which either leads to his sociopathy or uh, he's actually uh, a very genuine reasoned man who means well um, and I felt I kind of felt for him when they were relaying stories about their dead parents. I was going to say that date felt like some of the most candid, substantial conversations I've seen on a Bachelor Nation date. 100%. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Um, I especially enjoyed the part where she said, Oh my God, we have so much in common. Even your mom left you a DVD. Really? 
because he said no, that's that, oh oh okay well he did say the thing about like oh yeah like after she told the story about her dad hitchhiking to propose to her mom and he's like yeah my yeah. dad did a hitchhiking thing too like i love pizza also like yeah. you know do you put pizza rolls in your pockets also when you're out on the town <laughs> or is that just me you carry around spare cheese slices no, he's no. Pro- he's probably all right. I think I uh, I wanted to assume he, the worst because it's just been a, insufferable to watch all of this. But for yeah, sure, he's, he's, he's probably all right. Sociopathic bastard, or he's actually like a really sweet, nice guy. And and truth be told, I'm all for love. Um, you know, like I I will fight and I will apologize for a lot of things, but I will not apologize for love. Okay. Um, and so I hope they end up together and long live their psychopathic happiness i i don't know and then we don't have to see claire doing this anymore you know yeah she shouldn't have been doing it anymore either yeah but hey she found love so cards fell in her favor and the big end story the beauty of the night the gem upon the desert the desert paradise the thing that's shining down Frank Sinatra Avenue in Palm Springs which by the way there is because he had a home there um is Tasha? My God! And like, she opens the door. Did you see Chris's face? Yeah, he lit up. He was beaming. He was all of us. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. thank God, you're not Claire. This is gonna be nice. And and to the <laughs> to that point, and I think the overarching theme of this entire episode is that Chris was fucking spent. On this whole thing, and I think the main through line here is the minute she decided to not give that group date rose, they thought, oh, fuck, we got to fucking do something about this um, because this is not going to go well. And so I'd also like to take a moment to, for once, commend the apparatus of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and the producers and and give them an award for the foresight of seeing Claire literally break the show maybe a week and a half beforehand and then decide to pull the trigger. So they definitely had Taysha in waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like she was definitely quarantining when they started seeing it go this way and said, just, just in case. And then the minute she didn't give that rose, they're like, all right, Taysha, you're going to be up here in like four days. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, the, what, I mean, seriously, dude, they managed to get a ring, a proposal, they end the season, break the shit, figure it the fuck out, and, and just get shoo, shoo there Claire in off time. in four, you know, yeah, yeah, four episodes. It, literally amazing. Yeah. Like the timing on that plus COVID. Yeah. Great I mean, work. I mean, I know we often complain about producer puppeteering, but they really came sure. through and I, my, my, my God, like the relief of it all. Like, for yes. the guys, too. All these guys, you know, like, oh, I don't know if I could. Like, I was starting to have feelings, and now I'm not sure. And I'm like, guys. Yeah, it's bullshit. That'll figure just it out. wait till tonight. It's going to be fine. It's, uh, you all hit the jackpot, literally. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, now, now I get to enjoy the season that I've been waiting for for years. <laughs> for years. It's for gonna be years. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. I hope it's all pull dates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess they can't, uh. No, no classy international travel this season, but whatever. It's yeah. Tasha, man. It'll it'll be good. She's at least genuine, mm-hmm. and and there for love, and I I fully appreciate that. She's gonna give everyone a chance. She's gonna be present, and uh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, this could have soured fucking horribly, and I'm I'm pleased. Yeah. You know, they dragged it out for way too long, but whatever. <laughs> worth it <laughs> fuck it um yeah and so i'm excited for going forward likewise and we we get a short week oh yeah that's right yeah so it's gonna be back in a away. couple days that's awesome yeah totally man yeah 2020 is um, finally starting to <laughs> take a <yeah>. turn <laughs> hold on let me check the election results um <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah. You heard it first here, Anna. (laughs) I love that Bachelor. Uh, I love that a Bachelor podcast. I botched it again, bro. It's all right. I love that a Bachelor podcast. You can email us at... I love that Bachelor at gmail.com. There it is. We're just confusing our... our, uh, Yeah, yeah. Our business. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, (laughs) 
And uh, we're on all major podcasting platforms. We would definitely greatly appreciate a like um, on anything. I don't give a shit. Just you can email me a like. That'll work. Yeah. Um, just to type the word like in an email because good enough for me. Yep. Fine. Um, and thanks for coming on the ride. Hi, Claudia. Hey, Kelsey. Hey, Alyssa. Let's move forward. Yeah, we'll talk in a week. Thanks for listening. I'm Wade. I'm Zach. Bye. Bye. I just confirmed Sharon Valeri is a Cylon. Mm-hmm.